Do you fear the zombie uprising? Are you prepared to survive what's coming? If you listen very carefully, you might just make it out alive. This is Zompocalypse Now. We have to confess that we lied last week. Yes. We said that we were going to talk about Santa Clarita Diet this week. Because we, somehow, both of us, thought that Walking Dead was not coming back for another week. Right. We were wrong. We were. It is back this week. And yes. that's what we're going to talk about tonight on Zompocalypse Now. I suppose. It is the show about zombies. It is. And uh, that was how we got our name. <laughs> that's where it's from. And I am Tim. And I am Dustin. And this is... The mid-season return, mid-season premiere, I guess they call them now, mm -hmm. of The Walking Dead. So we will talk about Santa Clarita Diet on another episode. It's Netflix. So it's, yeah, well, technically, technically, we could just do it all like over the summer. Yeah, and still not right. So lose it. In any event, uh -huh. uh, things happened. Many things. Alchemy. Who is this? Tim showed me. I'm. I'm. I sometimes post my photos on Instagram, mm -hmm. uh, but I'm not like a fanatic about it or whatever. Right. And Tim was all like, "Oh, you know, you can like delete all the spam bots." And I'm like, "Oh, you can." So guess what I'm doing? He's deleting spam bots. Yeah, I'm just. I'm ter. I, I just kill all the spam bots whenever I can. It just drives me crazy. It's like I'm good. I like take a, a really cool picture and I put it up there and it's liked by something that's not even a person. Anyway. So tonight, um, we of course pick up the story where it left off, which is uh, Team Zombie, of course, is facing off against the Saviors. Right. And Negan and Lucille the Bat. And they have pretty much determined that, look, we cannot take this anymore. They got Daryl back. He escaped. Mm -hmm. And they're, they basically all looked at each other and said, we must fight. Yes. So they went to, um, uh, they went to the hilltop to try and convince Gregory. And Gregory's all like, ha, ha, ha. No, don't you know I'm a coward? Come on. And they're like, well, we're gonna do it anyway. And he's like, well, I don't want to know about it. Just yeah. Don't tell me. And so, and so, basically, Maggie was like, all right, all right, Gregory, go back into your office. <laughs> and they, as they walk out, like a bunch of hilltop people are like, are you guys gonna fight the saviors? Because we really want to fight the saviors. And and Maggie was kind of like, ah, let's go talk about this mm -hmm. and, and discuss how this might work. <laughs> But clearly, she also has a look on her face that says, "This is what I I needed to hear from you people." Mm -hmm. So, so positive news there, but that's still not enough people, right? And so, Jesus, um, who tonight had all the best dialogue, mm. pretty much, uh, and the best hair. I I swear <laughs> he's got the Rachel. I oh my gosh. We have to talk about the hair on the show. We have got to talk about it. It's getting ridiculous. Carl needs a haircut. Yes, yes, he does. Rick need well, Rick doesn't necessarily need a haircut. Daryl needs a haircut. He does. This is true. Jesus needs a haircut. So, folks, when being attacked by creatures that can grab hold of you and drag you down, mm -hmm. loose clothes and long hair not great are really bad ideas. Right. Um, they this is the reason you don't see the Secret Service with ponytails. Right. They have exactly. shortcut hair. Or they have it pulled back and in, in suits and things. It's the same reason, like, or later later in the episode, I have a moment where I was just like, why is Michonne not wearing a jacket? Yeah. Why is Michonne not in some sort of leather jacket? 
I know that it's hot. It's the rule of cool. Yeah. You know, she looks cooler this way, right? So, mm -hmm. but yeah, it's, it, it, well, not to mention everyone's, well, Jesus especially has luxurious, fine, straight, straight hair, conditioned and, hair. Yes. And if I have not, had not seen him <laughs> on Talking Dead a couple of times, I would think that they just put him in a really bad wig right. and facial facial hair, but it's real. It's mm -hmm. he's unless he's like super method and he wears <laughs> this on talk shows, like that's his actual hair. There are certain things with the show that we kind of you know we smile and nod. You know, the ex gas expiring, batteries tonight. Yes. Okay, car batteries. We'll get into that in a little bit, um, but you know, clothes and hair in a world that doesn't really have working electricity most of the time. In certain places, do Alexandria has work has electricity, mm -hmm. um, you know some electricity. You know the kingdom has some electricity, uh, the Negan has some electricity. But generally speaking, you're not talking, you know, unlimited supplies like we more yes. or less have now, right? So this stuff has to be rationed. And so to look at Jesus and his flowing locks, and it looks so clean and nice. And I'm going, what are they sacrificing mm -hmm. so he can look that good? Yeah, right? so <laughs> he can go on a run for Prell. <laughs> And like, you know, and Daryl is the exact opposite for me. Right. Because he's supposed to be this badass, like, you know, who can track and hunt and fight and shoot. And, but his hair is constantly in his face. Mm -hmm. Like, like, just, I would be okay if Daryl just like brushed it out of the way. Just brush it out of the way <laughs> of your eyes, Daryl. <laughs> And then Carl with his like Farrah Fawcett that is cascade. some really amazing hair. He's got all well, the he's hair. He's a twenty year old, or yeah, the kid's what sixteen, oh, yeah, seventeen, something like that. So like, of course he's got perfect, like wonderful. But it's just come on, people. Like when they go, when they went to the kingdom, they get to the kingdom, and like all their troops running around, like in perpetual motion, and they've all got short cropped hair. Right. And, and it's like, these obviously are people that are, you know, like, come on, come on, you guys. Well, you know, it's, 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 again, it's the rule of cool. It's, it's, we've got the style for Daryl where he's going to look like this mm -hmm. and we're going to keep it. So help us God, mm -hmm. you know, and eh, 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 blah, eh, a lot of talk about hair. <laughs> I don't think that it hurts that Norman Reedus is probably a little insane Oh well, well. and loves that look like. You know, like if they were to be like, hey, Daryl, you're going to be at the kingdom now and I want you, you're going to kind of assimilate into that world. And that's going to mean like cutting your hair a little short. He'd be like, nah, man, <laughs> no, I'm going to ride my motorcycle and wallow in the pig shit. And, uh, and they'd be like, OK, have fun. Great. Excellent. <laughs> Fantastic, Daryl. So Jesus decides he's going to take them to see King Ezekiel. Mm -hmm. And it basically the tone for like the next 15, 20 minutes of the show starts with them going, oh, wait, King yeah. Ezekiel? And there's this great moment where like Ezekiel's on his throne and Shiva's like prancing around and, and Jesus comes walking in and Ezekiel has the whole like, hello! And, and Jesus is doing the thing and he turns around to introduce them and like everybody's just standing <laughs> in the door. And, uh, goes, and, oh, yeah. and I forgot to tell you about the, and, and he's like, the tiger. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty classic. And just like the first time when we came to the kingdom, there's an mm -hmm. element of comedy mm -hmm. that creeps up and it's it's the kind of comedy that works really really well for just showing the contrast between 
what our characters are used to. Yeah. And then suddenly find themselves in an environment that they're not in danger in. But right. it's just completely weird completely, to them. Like, and then later he's like, you will dine with us tonight and I will make my decision in the morning. And I, I flash back, they're going to have dinner cobbler. It's going to be... <laughs> like, I wish they would have shown that scene where, oh, cobbler. <laughs> but they didn't. Well, and we did get Jerry back tonight, who is, yeah. is the... Um, uh, what, what would they call it's him? Like the man-at-arms? or yeah. But, or hand the king yeah. or something like that. And Jerry is just the funniest damn human being. <laughs> you know who I need to know everything about? Hmm. Everything about that could possibly be known about. Now. Who, who, who? I need to know everything about the little girl with one leg and a bow and arrow yeah. who is sitting on a stool practicing archery and getting bullseyes. <laughs> that is a new main character for this show. Well, it's interesting because... For all the for all that we got the exposure that we got to the kingdom and the insight into who Ezekiel is and what he's trying to do there, mm-hmm. Morgan and Carol had different reasons for not wanting to draw him into this larger conflict. Yes, right? Carol wants to be left alone. Uh, Morgan wants to find peace mm-hmm. and or, or and and to not have to kill, even though he's he found himself having to recently to save yeah. Carol. He's I, yeah. But here's a situation where. Rick comes and he lays it out, and the 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 head of the security, the, the what what military they have at the kingdom, he wants to take on the saviors. He right. doesn't see this ending well for the kingdom, right? And he figures they have to fight back, and Ezekiel doesn't want to lose what they already have, and he tells Rick and company, "No, he's not going to help," and he st- does that next to. These kids who have lost arms and legs. Right. And he's explaining, this is why I'm saying no. Because mm-hmm. we've already lost people. We've already lost legs and arms and, and, and friends right. and Fighting family. the dead. And I, I don't want this to be worse. I don't want more death and dying. We will deal with the kingdom. We will deal with, with Negan and his, his people. We will have peace, even if it's an uneasy one. Right. And he, you know, he, gives, he gives, offers Daryl sanctuary. Uh, which, At which they take because they don't really have any choice. Because if if they bring him back to Alexandria, that's the first place that the saviors are going to look for him. Right. Which turns out they do because uh, Jesus has snagged one of their long range walkies, mm-hmm. and so they're basically listening in, and they find themselves finding out that they're right. going back to check and find going and back so to Alexandria. They find out about the. <laughs> I don't know how where. Were they just like checking Savior Perimeter or something where they found this this cars and So they were driving dynamite. back. Uh, or they were I guess they were they were I yeah, I think they were just they were taking because they were taking a different route. Yeah, because that's the thing that confused me is if they were driving back to Alexandria, did these cars magically and dynamite magically appear, appear or in between the two times, yeah. Route, that wouldn't or... make any sense. I think it has to be a different route. Because they would come they were coming from Hilltop. Hilltop. Well, I guess, yeah. So I guess... But, well, even, okay. that, but even that doesn't make sense, because they were going to drop off the folks who were going to go back to the Hilltop. Yeah. I don't... So, um, yeah, maybe a Walking Dead geography thing again, uh, which has been known to trip up reality. Right. So anyway, they time. find this place where there's cars blocking an overpass, and there's high tensile wire strung across the highway mm-hmm. with bombs attached to it. To... So a lot of... Pretty impressive 
ordinance yeah. here. So we've got uh, you know RPGs, mm-hmm. uh, rocket propelled grenades, and I can't tell. It can't be dynamite because she's handling it as if it's you know something that's going to go off. And dynamite is inert until you trigger it. You have to light it. I was, I think it was dynamite, but they were just trying to build tension. Yeah. So anyway, Rosita sees this and she looks at her character sheet and she's all like, I'm a level seven bomb diffuser. I'm so glad I get to use this skill finally. And so she like orders everyone to like, here's how we need to take this, take this apart. And she like pulls the battery out of the bomb and like they all start taking the dynamite She says, I need you to do this, 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 and this. And Dustin and I look at each other and we're like, um... That's not actually telling them how to do those things. <laughs> You're just saying, go do those things. Suddenly, we have a bomb disposal squad? What yes, happened? Yes, exactly. Did I miss exactly. They took, they took a class. They went to the University of Phoenix. I guess. And <laughs> and it was just like really a moment. Because, of course, the walkers that this whole thing were set up for kind of yeah, show up supposed to be all this, at that same time. It's supposed to be a barricade that's more or less keeping the walkers on the highway. Right. Um, or or blocking them in because some they way. Look over, did they look over and see the Savior's main settlement like right there too? Right. It was very it was a very confusing geographical geographical I think moment it, for me because I think Jesus pointed to Rick pointed mm-hmm. out to Rick like there's their thing and then like the off ramp was all closed off to keep the I think it's I meant to, I think it's meant to keep the walkers from getting close to the main savior area. And this is a way to basically move them away from that, or to guide them away from that. Okay, it was. I, I think. Yes. Okay, I'm not it was, sure. It was not clear. It was not a clear moment. But they but... don't. They also don't want to give away their presence. They don't right. want to sit there. And while we see them moving all the cars mm-hmm. with uh, uh, pushing them, right, with well, the other car that they have, uh, hand, with their hands, and they're rolling them, and basically the you know they've got the parking brake off. All right, mm-hmm. standard kind of thing. But um, in order to push the cars back so that they can't, the saviors can't tell if they were there, and still defuse the bombs, you have to just stop that. Sorry. <laughs> I saw I saw some some leftover macaroni and cheese on the table, so I'm sorry. Right. So they need to de- they need to defuse the bombs and take them with them and move the cars. So they send uh, several people, several people, including Carl, over to move the cars, and Rick and Sasha uh, stay behind with the other group mm-hmm. to defu- pull off the bombs. Well, then they realize there's not enough time. So yeah. they go and they hotwire two cars. Now, Michonne and Rick. Michonne and Rick. Uh, while they send, they send Sasha and Jesus to walk back to Hilltops. Right. Obviously not too far away. Right. Again, walking to geography, it, it doesn't make any sense. Right. You know it doesn't make any sense. It's fine. But once again, it's I would fine. like to point out that after uh, after watching the first the first half of season the final of Teen Wolf, now we're just okay with it. So, yeah, yeah, it it's fine. Yeah. We're not going to analyze. We're not going to pull out a map. We're not going to Google Washington D.C. anymore. <laughs> we're just going to like, yeah, it's okay. But we will for a moment take a brief moment to talk about car batteries. Oh no! Because if you look at the shot, it's all these cars, and they are clearly covered with dust and dirt, and they've been there for a while. This is yes. not a new setup. And if you've ever owned a car. And had to change a car battery. You know that if you leave your car sitting there for long periods of time, you know what happens when you try to start your car again? The battery is dead. The battery is dead. So, okay, fine, whatever. But big dramatic thing. Because the next thing they do is take that high-tension wire between the two cars. And they 
mow down about a third of the walkers. It is and a cool have, shot. Oh god, it's so great. <laughs> and the best part is that like Rick looks over at Michonne in her car across like they're they're on a a six lane highway with like right. a green space, probably about ten yard median in between them. Yep. High tensile wire all the way across this whole highway, yep. mowing down zombies and they look at each other and it's just one of those moments where it's just like loving you. <laughs> Is easy cause we're badasses. Oh. And not only that, but we now know what's going to happen when the Fast and the Furious series finally runs out of ideas. <laughs> They're going to go, Bob from accounting. It's going to be Bob from accounting. I've got an idea. Let's take Fast and the Furious and combine it with zombies. And then they're going to go, all the money. They're going to mm. give us all the money. So, yeah, yeah it's a really cool shot. Um, but then they have to get out of those two cars in the walker herd and get back to the SUV with the others. And you know what? I couldn't quite figure out why they didn't just back up a little bit. I mean, sit there and back up a little bit, give themselves some room. But no, no. they get out of the cars. They, get, they, they fight their way through the crowds. Nobody gets bit because... Yeah. Of course they don't. They get into the car. They drive away. Everything is fine. And Rosita had rejected some of the explosives and looked yes. a little dodgy. And so you had this giant explosion in the background behind him. She's like, yeah, that didn't look so good. I'm glad I left that behind. Yeah. Well, of course, but then, of course, it brings up for me. Oh, and then they have to race back to that. Right, so and Alexander. hide the car because we're looking at this going, wait a minute, they got a, they got a trunk full of explosives. Yeah. You know, and, they know, and they know that the saviors are on the way to Alexandria to try and find Daryl. Right. But anyway, um, to me, this, like, they did this whole thing about not, like, we have to put these cars back mm-hmm. so that the saviors didn't know I was there. But then they, like, stole all the dynamite and moved the two high-tensile wire cars, like, right. 60 yards. Yeah. And then there's the explosion. So I'm sure that, don't you think that they would notice? They'd be like, uh... Didn't we leave those cars over there? <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, the explosion part makes sense because, of course, the zombies hit the wire and things mm-hmm. go boom. But the other cars were essentially blocking that. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's... It's it's, yeah, it's gonna come back to haunt him. Um. So yeah. So they get back just in time to like they don't even get to be like the saviors are coming <laughs> yeah. when the saviors show up and they search for Daryl, break a bunch more stuff. They evil notice, evil mustache comes in. Oh gosh. I just I just like did Negan like take his like top lieutenants and be like, here is how you talk like a complete asshole. He wasn't even he wasn't even an entertaining ass because there's a, there's there's that sort of showman thing he's been mm-hmm. doing as other appearances. This was just uh, I mean he, that that it's weird because it's almost like a circus ringleader. Yeah, you know that that sort of tone. It I wasn't think there it's tonight. Gotta be classes. Like seriously, <laughs> it's got to be. But anyway, they get there and they discover that oh, the whole pantry has been completely cleaned out. Yeah. Oh, it turns out at the very beginning we forgot to even say anything about this. Well, yeah, because basically at the very beginning is uh, we see a very confusing scene mm-hmm. where the veterinary vet, vet from Teen Wolf makes Deaton, it. Oh wait, no, no. <laughs> Deaton from Teen Wolf is also Gabriel from Walking Dead. Right. I say they're twins. There you go. Uh, I told Tim I have this whole headcanon theory, like. Like, uh, so Deaton and and Gabriel are played by the same person whose name I totally forget. Uh, but so they're twins. And also Melissa M- Melissa uh, Ponzio played Karen on The Walking Dead. She plays Melissa McCall on Teen Wolf. And she plays a character on 
Chicago Fire, and they're triplets. Mm, sure, sure. And it's all, it's a know, shared universe. It's a shared universe. They, they all go. live in different parts of the world, and they all have... So what we're building for is the Teen, world, teen Wolf, uh, Chicago Hope, Walking Dead crossover. Yes. Okay, I'm let's make it, it happen. I'm into it. <laughs> so anyway... But we see him take all this stuff, and then he looks crazed. While he's, he's doing it, he's taking he takes food, like a bunch of hatchets and, and weapons. He leaves his Bible behind. He's got this notebook with like we can't we gobbledygook. Flips it through it, and you see one thing is a picture of Lucille, mm -hmm. of the bat with the barbed wire. And so then, and then that he's gone, and we're like, what's going on? And and uh, Tara really kind of voices it for for the people who are watching the show. They're like, no, Gabriel figured it out. Like he found his courage. He was part of the team. He wouldn't just leave. Mm -hmm. And Rick is like, you're right. I don't believe that he just left either. So he kind of does a little minor investigation and finds one of the things is a note that says boat. Right. Well, he and Aaron are like, well, wait a minute. How would he know about the boat? Mm -hmm. So we have him. An additional mystery here. Rosita, by the way, is like yeah. he went back to what he was. You know, we we've seen him. You know, she's like, yeah, no, it's not working. Rosita's it. had a had a rough go. She's kind of done. Yeah, <laughs> there was a moment between uh, Rosita and Sasha where Sasha's kind of like trying to talk to her, and Rosita's like, uh, "You and I just slept with the same dead guy. We're not friends." Mm -hmm. And she's like, "Okay, fine." But she was wearing some amazing leggings this week. This is true. Like, Rosita must, you know, take regularly scheduled trips to the only mall that was not completely <laughs> ravaged. And she's just like, this is cute. This is cute. This is cute. This is the book on bomb diffusing. I'm going to take this. You never know. <laughs> bomb diffusing for dummies. Well, bomb diffusing for really cute girls and really cute leggings. There we go. Has she no dummy? <clears throat> so they go, uh, well, before they go... Uh, Aaron has a discussion with his husband, who likes to pace to the living room mm -hmm. and walks over the same ground. Which you know what people do that. So I, I mean, do that too. I yeah, I, I, I am on the phone. I'm making laps around this living room. Yeah. So he's, but his concern is that he doesn't want to see anybody die. He mm -hmm. doesn't want you know he doesn't. Want and to he's lose his figured husband. it out. He's like, Rick's gonna make another run at the saviors, isn't he? And he's not gonna tell us. And I'm sure Rick's gonna tell him when they're ready but sure but he kind of figured it out and and aaron basically is like look this is this is what how it's gonna be do you want to just leave our family and friends and like try and make a new go of it because that's not gonna work and he kind of kind of convinces him i guess yeah i i it, it's not a, it's not the argument that you decide right away you know this mm -hmm. is this is an on going to be an ongoing conversation nobody in a relationship ever sits there and goes Yes, you're right. This life and death situation, we will decide it right this moment. So they go looking. For... And they, they get to the boat, and then they see some tracks. So they start following these tracks, and they come to this weird place with, like, a bunch of bunch of shipping containers. Yeah, all... like, you know, and they're walking around, and they start hearing a noise, and suddenly they're surrounded. Yes. And at first I thought it was all women. I thought it was the women from the forest. Yes. Come, and it's not. It's it's a hipster army, also with lots of people with long hair. Uh huh. And but there's lots of them, and they get in ridiculously close, like um, well within the range of getting hit or stabbed or shot. I mean, mm -hmm. numbers are on their side, but it's like, don't, why are you stabbing? And so I close? think that our uh, the team zombies pretty, and it's not like it's not just like rando team zombie. It's it's Rick and Michonne and Aaron and Tara. Yeah. 
that it? Is that all? Rosita was there too, wasn't she? Uh, yeah, Rosita was there. Uh, and these are people that know some from hard experience that you just don't go off guns blazing. They don't have any guns. Right. Rick's the only one there with a gun. But you don't go off and start stabbing and cutting unless you really know what's going on. So I think that, I think that, but Rick, like he sees all these people with all these weapons and he just smiles. Oh yeah, it's almost a, it's almost a wolf smile. It's like, oh, I found my people. <laughs> yes, this is going to be fantastic. And the preview show that he's encountering the leader of this, this group and he's talking about what we they have to do. Mm-hmm. We forgot a very important part of what happened tonight. Ah, nah. Which is the young man from the kingdom. Yes. The blonde-haired guy. Oh, right. Uh, with the kid. Uh, who wants to be, has, has wanted to become a better soldier. Yes. And so he was learning in the previous episode. When Ezekiel is trying to decide what to do, he and the young man talk. And the young man says, mm-hmm. you need to help Rick. Right. Before, he had gone for a walk. Yes. In the woods. <laughs> yeah. Poor little Timmy or Joey or whatever his name is. He was just racking up lines so that he could be the next one out. Like, seriously. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, he's... <laughs> but he goes off in the woods. He's walking along. He sees somebody. He thinks it's a walker. But no, it's Carol, who has so got the drop on him. He's yeah. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and he's like... I went for a walk. I'm trying to get better at this. Well, you're not. You're going <laughs> to get killed. Why are you here? Yeah. Ezekiel wants to know how you are. I'm fine. Go away. I brought you some water. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Just leave me alone. Can't you tell? <laughs> and he's I'm like, standing out in the woods with a shotgun, kid. Come he's on. Like, he's like, okay, fine. I guess I'll go back. And she's like, hey, heel toe. Yeah. And then he does say that he killed two walkers on yeah. his way back, which I thought was cute. So anyway, noise, you know. uh, yeah, I, I really, I really ship Ezekiel and Carol. Like, I want that to be a thing that happens. Well, when he gets back and he's talking to Ezekiel about mm-hmm. it, the, Ezekiel's whole attitude <laughs> is kind of like, you, it's like, it's like, yeah, I ran into Carol. And he's like, oh, did she... Is, is, is she all right? Did she ask about me? Did she ask about me? <laughs> How's she, how's she doing? How's she look? Yeah. <laughs> How'd she smell? Did she smell nice? <laughs> I know. It was just like, oh, that's so cute. Yeah. But you know what's going to happen? Daryl's going to be all like, uh, uh, no, no, I, I don't approve of this. Nah, I don't know. Well, well it's, 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 it's going to be that older brother mentality is going to click in. Because yeah. he's the youngest brother. And she's older than he is, but there's that dynamic, that brother-sister dynamic. Yeah. Uh, that as much as we think it's real, they, they would make a, on one level, we used to think they'd make a great couple. I never thought couple. that. A lot of people did, but Dustin did not. Uh, but at the same time, we know that that's not really what that relationship is. Mm-hmm. But he's still going to look at that and go, yeah. no. <laughs> oh, you'll be like, you got to yeah. fight the saviors. <laughs> you want to <laughs> you you kill Negan. <laughs> yeah. You, you, want, you, want, you want time with my mother slash sister slash best friend slash... Uh, whatever deep soul connection lady, you're going to have to make some decisions. I'm going to send you on a quest <laughs> to kill the dragon. Uh, yeah, so it's so much of this episode that was really cool were the little tiny character moments. Mm-hmm. And the humor that this show does not let itself have very often. Uh, the dynamic between the characters worked really well. It was It was really almost weird 
but cool because so much of the last several episodes have been grim and terrible yeah. and blood and grim, 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 doom, and, doom, well, doom, doom, doom. Especially since we're about to start a war. Right. But even even so, the, the, the nice little moments of humor and a little bit, you know, oh yeah, I forgot to tell you about that. Yeah, tiger. Tiger, yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that, and that whole you know, every little bit with with Carol and that dynamic. I mean, it's it was finding the humor in the right places and still not losing the tension, right? But we have now. I I'm having a hard time thinking from because I thought the I, I think I'm missing a group here because I thought the next group were the Whisperer or the others. <sighs> See, uh, the whisper they haven't met the Whisperer. They won't, won't have met the Whispers yet. But the others, which is the I think is a different group. Are you sure? Because I think the others were on Lost. No, I, okay, maybe there, maybe it is the Whispers. But I thought there was, I thought there was another group that wasn't the Whispers. I don't know. Well, I just said I don't know who these ladies, the, this group is. These ladies. These ladies. Because like, yeah, I honestly did think it was like, I, there were so many women in the front row that I was like, oh, it's the it's the women from the forest, and I'm like, oh, well, oh the um, Amazons have come. You guys are doomed. Um, but, yeah, but then they, but there there were a lot of long haired dudes. I think that it was just like like. Uh, a group from Portland, Oregon. Well, they're way lost. Uh, well, you know. It's clearly the army it's is the building. <laughs> but... it's, it's what's left of the young Republicans. Kimono <laughs> <laughs> Farrell? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. oh, sure. Okay. We're funny. Yes. Well. But in any event, um, I, I liked it. Yeah. I, I, was, I was pleased with this episode. I, it didn't make me go... There was a nice, it was a nice palate cleansing episode. Uh, there was just enough tension, I think, going on to where you did feel like there were some some moments. I think there were some really good foreshadowing moments mm-hmm. uh, that happened. Uh, there was a lot of good character development moments. I think, in some degrees, obviously, this is an episode to set things up, but it also didn't feel so much like a filler episode that's yes. setting things up. This was more like a we're put we're we're. <sighs> We're talking to people. We're doing the negotiations. We're trying to build yes. the thing. Because when we get to the end of the season, I think we're going to be looking at a really, really nasty series of episodes where a lot of people are going to die. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be. It's going to make the assault on the prison look like... Well, yeah, mm-hmm. because they built it differently than the, than the prison stuff. Because in the prison stuff, the only person that we had any kind of interest in or knowing about on the other side was the governor. Mm-hmm. We didn't even really know Tara that well at that point. That's true. So I think that when we get to the point where we're going to have this war, not only will we know the combatants on the good side, quote unquote, but the bad guys, we're going to know enough about those people to almost care about them. Of course, they're just doing such a good job of making them all such assholes that I don't know how, I mean, they're going to have to do some real work to make us be like, oh no, mustache guy's been shot in the whole face. Well, no, he... He, we're not worried about, but but what's his name and his ex-wife Dwight Dwight and Dwight and wife. Um, that you know, we've talked about before how it's we're not quite sure if it's working, but we understand mm-hmm. that they're trying to do that with Dwight yeah. and his wife. It's they, have, they haven't got there yet, but nonetheless, you're right. I think that they're going to try and make it feel like it's a fight with consequences. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm pleased. I, I, I was. I, I'm pleased. I came back pleased. with it too. So we will be back next week with more The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead. And, and Drew Barrymore is just going to have to forgive us. <laughs> well, we're coming for you, Drew. We promise. <laughs>
That'd be great. Don't think we're we're not we're not we're not going to forget about you. But you can find obviously you're listening to this on either iTunes or Mm -hmm. Podcast.com. You could also be listening to it from the SciFiForMe.com website. Yes. But Sci-Fi for Me Radio is a thing. If you want to hear our other podcasts, you can find we got like Mm twelve. You can find those on iTunes and Podcast.com as well, and we hope that you will check those out. Thanks for listening, folks. We will be back next week. This has been a presentation of HorrorForMe.com. Copyright 2017 by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media. You're listening to Horror For Me Radio. Ha, 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 ha.